welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is January 10th, 2022, and I'm your host, William Harris, a.k.a. William is Bill. Great to be back with you guys today. We have a great weekend of basketball to recap for our rookies. You know, this is the only show that covers the rookie class of this season all year long. So let's find out what our rookies did over the weekend. And we're going to wrap up the games on Sunday. So starting with Friday, January 7th, some of our top rookies were, we'll start from the bottom to the top. Josh Giddy had 10 points, five rebounds, and five assists. You know, that's his classic line. He's uh, low amount of double-digit points and good stats all around everywhere else, especially rebounds and assists. Josh Giddy is having a really good rookie season. Pushing for that first team all-rookie. We will see what happens. Scotty Barnes with 11, 9, and 6. And we'll get into him a little bit later about how his season is going. Same for Jalen Green with 12 points. Bones Highland had a bounce up, bounce back performance with 13 points, 5 rebounds. And Wiggins had 13 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, and 2 steals. He's going bouncing up and down from being a starter to being a bench player. and But I'm loving the minutes he's getting as someone who originally signed a two-way deal um, after he was drafted in the 50s. He wasn't really projected to play much this season. So he's definitely making the most out of his opportunity. So Also, we have Cam Thomas with 14 points, five rebounds, and two steals. He's getting some truly great experience on this Nets team. He if if Kyrie was playing all season, you probably would not have seen much of Cam Thomas at all this year. But the way the season has gone, he's truly flourished in this system, and not flourished in a way to where he's getting big numbers every night. But James Harden, Kevin Durant, love this kid, and they're coaching him up on the court and off the court, and he's just in a perfect situation. And we'll get into a little bit of what he did on Sunday in a little bit, but Cam Thomas is truly learning a lot from this next team, and I truly think that's going to help him be a really great player in the future. Jared Butler, this is big news, had his first start of the year, first game of significant minutes, really. Um, he plays for the Utah Jazz. I, I, I personally, if you've been listening to the show, you personally as well probably have been waiting to hear from Jared Butler getting big minutes. He finally did. He started, got 17 points, and had four assists. Now, he's a truly great point guard. He got he fell in the draft because of medical issues, medical concern. He was later cleared, but that still dropped him to the 40th overall pick in this draft. Now, a lot of people had him probably mocked as the player that should have went 20 picks before that, maybe 25 picks before that. But the health injury scared off people, health risk. So, Jared Butler finally got his shot, and he shined. He shined bright. Um, it's just a matter of whether Mike Conley is going to continue to be healthy, uh, and we may see Jared Butler. But uh, Utah Jazz played recently, and he was back to a DNP. So it just goes to show you, he truly is one of those players that's having to be very patient. And then you have guys in other instances like the – the Rockets and the Thunder are, and the Indiana Pacers are playing four rookies a night. And then you have the Utah Jazz who are playing zero unless Jared Butler gets a spot start here. Um, 
So it's just very interesting, but it's all going to work out in the long haul. Talent wins out. Jared Butler, great player. He will be fine. Just needs that open pass for minutes. Now, we also have Ayo DeSumo, who had a breakout game with 18 points, five rebounds, four assists, and three steals. That's probably his best game of the season. He truly flourished on Friday, shined like I thought he would. Um, a lot of people are finally realizing his talent. He's a guy that I have projected to go in the uh, in a late second, in the late first round, in the 20s. I believe I had him going like 24th, but he obviously fell to 45th. So I don't know how the NBA let that happen, but AO is showing what he can do in his limited minutes for the most part this season. But when he gets minutes, boom, great game. And our top leader of the night on January 7th, Friday, was Evan Mobley, of course, with his 18 points, eight rebounds, and two blocks. And he's continuing to push for that rookie of the year uh, mantle, prize, trophy, and he's doing an incredible job. I mean, he's doing any and everything you could ask for from, from a big man uh, in this game. And I couldn't be more proud of him. So that wraps up Friday's top rookies. Let's go into Saturday. Saturday, we had Omer at seven, had a big game with, he's killing it in the rebound area. If you're doing anything with categories and you need rebounds, I mean, he's truly, truly killing it. He has seven points, 16 rebounds, eight assists, and two steals. I mean, not to mention that eight assists. That's just insane. So, Omega 7 is, uh, you know, right now he was the third string center. Bam Adebayo's hurt. Dwayne Detman is hurt. Then it fell to Omega 7, who finally got a chance um, because he played great in the offseason. He earned himself a contract because the year before, he was strictly in the G League. So this is technically his rookie season, and he's balling out. And it's a question of whether he will go back to third string or he has taken Dwayne Detman's spot in this rotation. We will not know that until Dwayne comes back, but Omer at seven is clearly doing a great job, especially in the rebound category. Now, Quentin Grimes also had a solid, decent game with six points and five rebounds. Kiefer Sykes, rookie from Indiana with the Pacers, Finished with seven points, five rebounds, four assists. And he recently got his contract guaranteed for the rest of the season. And that's huge for him. Huge for his mom. Story came out. You know, he's just so happy that he could provide for his family, take care of his mom. It's a long journey for guys. And Keeper Sykes is, I believe, 28 years old. And this is his first time really truly getting a shot in the NBA. So, you know, it's a heartwarming moment. Heartwarming moment. And, uh, very happy for him. He's been playing pretty well. Speaking of the Pacers, we also have Dwayne Washington, who was an undrafted rookie, who I projected as a definitely a player that should have gotten drafted, maybe in the 30s, and he went undrafted. He reminds me of Darren Williams from his college tape. I've said it many times. Um, and he scored 16 points, had three rebounds, and five assists. I mean, that's just incredible production. And, you know, honestly, he's playing with Kiefer Sykes. I don't know if that's the best rotation for him, but he's still flourishing. So we will see what happens with that because I see him as a true point guard. They have him playing point guard and shooting guard. 
So he's filling in, though. He's filling his role, playing great, playing Washington. And a lot of people have been scooping him up in fantasy because he is still starting, even though Chris Duarte is back. Chris Duarte was out. You know, now Chris Duarte's back. Everyone thought, well, Sykes and Washington may be out of the lineup, out of the rotation. They still started this game. We will see if that continues. But speaking of Chris Duarte, he finished with nine points and three rebounds. Solid first game back, which was on Saturday. Franz Wagner had one of his um, lesser games, we'll say. He finished with nine points and three rebounds. And it's still, nine points is still good, you know. A lot of players do not get nine points. Uh, so just Franz has been playing so great. Uh, you expect 14 to 16 points per game and a 20-pointer mixed in. So when you see a six single digits, it's like, what happened? What happened? But you got to realize he's a rookie. Uh, he's allowed to have single-digit games. So we, that's still nine points, still a really good game for a rookie. Now we also have Kay Cunningham had 12 points and five assists. His numbers are, you know, dripping, uh, you know, dipping down a little bit. But, you know, Kay's still having a great rookie season as well. Zion Williams finished with seven points, three rebounds. His teammate, Santi Aldama, finished with seven points. And last but not least, Brandon Boston finished with 13 points and five rebounds for the Clippers. He is back from his injury, so that is great to see. So, like I said, it was a lot of games throughout the whole weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's, it's like 10 games every night or something, so it's pretty crazy. Um, but now, continuing that trend, Sunday's recap, we had 10 games. So let's get straight to it like it's nothing to it. Starting with the Dallas Mavericks defeated the Chicago, Chicago Bulls 113-99. to Let's see. A.L. DeSumo played a big 23 minutes once again. And this one, not as good as his last game, but he finished with six points, one rebound, and two assists. And, you know, the Bulls played everyone in their lineup. That's everyone except for Alice Caruso, who's out uh, still with an injury. But, you know, Kobe White is kind of taking a little bit of AO's shot opportunity. So he may not have too many big games in his future unless someone is out, but he's still playing well for the Bulls. And, you know, he had a great shot um, on that Friday game against the Wizards. Against Bradley Beal, that kind of went viral. He did a move where he traveled. Next move, next time down the court, Bradley Beal gave him some advice. Hey, do this next time instead of that, and then you won't do the traveling move. Da, da, da. And then next time A.O. DeSumo got the ball, he did that move that Bradley Beal told him on Bradley Beal, and he made the shot. And Bradley Beal was like, hey, man, I was telling you to do some advice. I didn't say use it on me. So that was funny. So, uh, this is clearly a learning year for AO, and he is doing great, in my opinion, especially for someone who was drafted 45th overall. Got to love it. And you got to love those stories like that. You know, hopefully one day I'll be uh, big time enough to interview some of these rookies because I would love to hear the stories that we on the outside don't really get to hear. That's the best thing about basketball, really. And that's what you hear when players retire. They say, what do they miss the most? It's being in the locker room with the guys. So, But anyway, for the Dallas Mavericks, no rookies on record. Their main rookie got injured and is out for the year. So 
nothing to say on this front, unfortunately. But next game, let's go to the Denver Nuggets defeated the OKC Thunder 99 to 95 for the Nuggets. You know, we just said Bones had a top performance this last game, but this game he only played nine minutes, went 0 for 5, finished with zero points and one rebound. That was it, one rebound this whole game. So, you know, that's that's kind of a thing with rookies also normally. Very high up and then very low lows. So uh, this one was a very low low, <laughs> but he'll bounce back. And his teammate recently got traded, Bo Bo, got traded to the Pistons. And, you know, you could tell he was, Bo Bo was a friend and mentor to him, and he's uh, a little hurt by that. But that's the way the game goes. Got to bounce back. Now, for the Thunder, uh, we have Jeremiah Robinson Earl, of course. He finally bounced back and had a good game, finished with 12 points, four rebounds, two assists, and three steals. He had been in single digits for quite a while. He been, he was starting at points and then coming off the bench at some point. So it seems like the Thunder were not really chewing, truly knowing what to do with their lineup. But in this one, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, decent game with 12 points. But three steals is great. So don't forget about those three steals. Now, Josh Giddy also started, of course, and had another Jason Kidd-like line with his 11 points, seven rebounds, eight assists, and one steal. And he just continued to play Josh Giddy basketball. And he went four for 10 from the field. You want that to be a little better. But, you know, he went three for five from three-point range. So that is really good. And no one could... I mean, that's the best you could hope for, three for five from Josh Giddy. That's not something that would be expected. Uh, and it's weird, though, that he's uh, three for five. He's, his field goal percentage is better from three than from two. So that's weird. But, you know, he's got plenty of time to continue to work on that and learn from his mistakes. Uh, Josh Giddy's having a great season, like we said. Trey Mann came off the bench for 19 minutes, scored seven points, had five assists and two steals. And Aaron Wiggins came off the bench in this one as well, finished with eight points and three assists and one steal. So Wiggins is back on the bench for now. You know, Giddy was out for a while with COVID. Shea was in and out with the injury. But now he's back to the bench. But still, 19 minutes, you can do some things in 19 minutes. So not so bad. Next game, we have the Minnesota Timberwolves defeated the Houston Rockets, 141 to 123. Now, for Minnesota, they're not playing any rookies right now. Leandro Balmaro has been sent somewhere else. <laughs> I'm going to say to the G League, but he's been sent somewhere finally because he's been having a horrible time at it with the real Minnesota Timberwolves. So he is not on the box score right now. So that makes us move right along to the to the Rockets where they have plenty of rookies for us to talk about. We'll start with Jalen Green, of course, played 26 minutes, had one of his worst shooting performances, finished three for 10 from the field, one for six from three, finished with 10 points, two rebounds, three assists. So this is a game he's probably going to want to forget, but him and Kevin Porter Jr. went three or 10 from the field. So it was a struggle, and that's possibly why they got blown out by 18 points. But in that blowout, that allowed Josh Christopher to take full advantage, and he played 27 minutes. 
had a great shooting performance, 8 for 13 from the field, 50% from the three-point range, finished with 19 points, three rebounds, four assists, and two steals. That is truly great performance by Josh Christopher. He is not a consistent player. So next game, do not expect anything close to this, but great to see him take advantage of his opportunity. They also have Dacia Nix, who played seven minutes, ended up with four points, three rebounds, and two assists. And we're still waiting on Alfred Princeton going to get back. He's out right now with an injury. Next game, we have the Toronto Raptors defeated the New Orleans Pelicans, 105-101. to For the Pelicans, we have Herb Jones, of course. And he finished with 13 points, two rebounds, one assist, one steal, and one block. Great game from Herb. He always is putting up, you know, normally more defensive stats, but, you know, can't do it every game. So, but still, he still had that one steal and one block. So, 13 points is good for a defensive-minded player. They have Jose Alvarado, who has six points and two assists. And Trey Murphy picked up another DNP. So we will continue to be disappointed about that. For the Raptors side, Scotty Barnes had one of his worst games of the season, finished with seven points, four rebounds, and two assists. Now, I told you in a previous game, Scotty Barnes' uh, numbers had dipped down where he scored like 11 points. So, and now here he is with seven points, and the other production is not high either. So this is letting you know, and he played 33 minutes. But the thing was, Fred Van Vliet shot the ball 17 times. You know, Pascal Siakam only shot at five. Uh, no, 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 excuse me. Only shot five threes. He shot the ball 18 times. So OG Ananobi shot the ball 12 times. So that number of shot opportunities is dwindling for Scotty Barnes when earlier in the season it was much higher. He did still shoot 10 shots, which was fourth on the team, but he only went three for 10. He was off tonight, and we will see if this trend continues or not. But Siakam finished with 29 points. Fred Van Fleet finished with 32 points. And then Siakam, and, you know, OG finished with 12 points. And then we had Scotty Barnes as our fourth leading scorer, tied with V. Michaela Cook. So uh, we need Scotty to pick it up. Um, it's, a, it's asking a lot, though. You know, it's only right that he has the rookie uh, drop-off and production, especially with this team. I think it's going to take we – were, we were all saying, you know, man, everybody's came back, and he's still playing incredible. I thought – I'll tell you myself, I personally thought toward the middle to the end of the season when Siakam was back, his production would drop off. And it had not happened. But now it seems to be starting to happen. So we're going to have to keep an eye on Scotty. You know, a lot of people that are fantasy experts would say, oh, when he was playing so incredible, like through the roof, like top 10 fantasy type of player, you should have sold high, uh, traded high. And I would have said, no, uh, ride it out. Scotty Barnes is my guy. But like looking at it now, they possibly would have been right. That's not to say Scotty won't have great games in the future. He will. That's not to say people won't miss games in the future. They will. But you just see when everyone's healthy, it makes it a little tougher. And this was without Gary Trent Jr., who was out. 
So everyone is still not even really healthy. But <clears throat> that's just a lot of talk and debate about the Raptors. We're going to have to have one of my Raptors uh, guys come on and we'll talk about our guy, Scotty Barnes. But we'll see about that. Now, uh, let's see. Did Delano get in? No, Delano downtown did not get in. Justin Champagne did not get in. DNP. So that's it for our Raptors. Next game, the Washington Wizards defeated the Orlando Magic 102 to 100. For the Wizards, we have Corey Kispert, who finished with 11 points. Uh, well, no, in 11 minutes. He, uh, he wishes he had 11 points. In 11 minutes, he finished with two points, one rebound, one assist, and one block. That's just not getting it done, but that's also not a lot of minutes to get anything done. So you can't really hate too much on that, I suppose. But Kuzma is really taking over for this team and playing great. So not much you can say or do. And I really think uh, Contavious Caldwell-Pope has been a revelation for this team. I think when they acquired him from the Lakers, they weren't really expecting this. I'm sure they weren't expecting him to start. But he's been having a sneakily, really, really, really good season as Contavious Caldwell Pope. So I think no one really expected him. I'm saying with the Wizards, no one probably expected him to start over Corey Kispert and Denny Advia, you know, possibly Davis Bertans. But I mean, here he is. Um, and Rui Hachimura came back for his first game. All season, he's been out all season. He came back, played 14 minutes. So that's only going to hurt Kispert even more as well. But, yeah, a lot of competition in Washington, especially at that small forward position. <clears throat> and for the Magic, we have Franz Wagner, who played 29 minutes, has 16 points, which we are used to, six rebounds and one assist. A really good game for Franz Wagner. If you want to say he bounced back, fine. But he really only had that game with nine points. Uh. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, it's one o'clock in the morning on the East Coast. Please forgive me for that. But <laughs> um, back to playing great again. Franz Wagner is truly a leading candidate for Rookie of the Year. I have to say he and Evan Mobley are killing it. And they're being the most consistent. So unfortunately... Scotty Barnes is dropping down just a little bit. Kate Cunningham dropping down just a little bit. So there are, there's a 1A, 1B, and there's a 2A, 2B right now. So we'll see if that, uh, yeah, and you can throw Giddy in there if you want, but he might be third. So we will see what happens, but, you know, it's a fluid thing. So it would constantly be moving all year long. We will see what happens. Next game, we had the LA Clippers defeated the Atlanta Hawks 106 to 93. For the Hawks, we'll start with them. Jalen Johnson got in for two minutes, had zeros all across the board. Not much you can do in two minutes, of course. Sharif Cooper was the DMP, unfortunately. For the Clippers, we had Brandon Boston Jr. got in for 16 minutes and probably had the worst game in his career. He went 0 for 6 from the field, finished with two points four rebounds, and one assist, and one block, but truly stunk it up out there. He will be better. Don't know what happened. The, the Hawks must have had some type of game plan for him. I don't know, but it did not go well for the kid. Uh, Xavier Moon, who has been doing pretty well as an undrafted free agent rookie, 
played two minutes, no stats all across the board. Keon Johnson, two minutes at one steal. That was his only stat all across the board. <clears throat> so that's it for that game. Next game, we have the Brooklyn Nets defeated the San Antonio Spurs 121 to 119. For the Spurs, Josh Primo started and played a huge 39 minutes, but he only shot 25% from the field. You got to do better than that, Josh. But still great to see him start and get 39 minutes, finish with 12 points, one rebound, three assists, and one block in there. So that's good. And Josh Primo is just a player that needs more time. Like, he is kind of almost like Jared Butler. He's played more than Jared Butler, though. But on a team where he's not getting much opportunity because DeJounte Murray has been killing it. And, I mean, DeJounte Murray is pushing to be an all-star this year. And there's not been many minutes for Josh Primo. Devin Sale has been killing it. So, uh, but this game, he was able to play. He played decent just to get that field goal percentage up, and it would have been even better. We also have Joe Weisskamp on the Spurs, finished with three points, and that was it. And Jock Landell played 17 minutes, had 10 points and five assists. For the Brooklyn Nets, they had one rookie start this game. Who was it? Was it Kessler Edwards? Was it Cam Thomas? No, David Duke started once again. He's been starting for quite a few games here now, and they're continuing the trend. Whether he plays good or bad, they are loving David Duke right now. And I would say he played mediocre, and that's why he played finished with six points, five rebounds, and one assist, and one block. I have him listed as a small forward. He is not a small forward. He's a point guard. But, you know, it is what it is. Great to see him starting. You would have thought of all these rookies, De'Ron Sharp or Cam Thomas would be starting because they were their first-round picks. But, and David Duke went undrafted. <laughs> but it is what it is. Speaking of Kessler Edwards, he played 12 minutes, had six points and three rebounds, one steal and one block. He had been getting a couple DMPs, so that is great to see him getting minutes. De'Ron Sharp. Finally got in and got some minutes, 11 minutes, scored seven points, had six rebounds and one steal. And last but not least, our rookie that did great. <laughs> not our rookie of the night, but our rookie that did great and ended up winning the game for the Brooklyn Nets was Cam Thomas, who off the bench played 30 minutes, finished with 11 points, six rebounds, one assist, and one steal. And... You know, at the end of the game, he told Kevin Durant, this is his words, Cam Thomas's words. He said, Kevin Durant, in this, man. I'm ready to go home, ready to get on the plane, get out of here. And on that last play, Durant gave him the ball, and he said, well, I'll end it then. And he drove to the free throw line, pulled up for a nice little floater, hit the shot, gave him the go-ahead point basket, and they ended up winning the game, 121-19. You got to love the confidence and, you know, poise Cam Thomas displayed to win this game. And you have to wonder if that's going to gain more trust for him to get more, if not minutes overall. Will he get a starting nod at any point? We will see. Their next game is Monday, and Kyrie is back. So it might be a DMP that game. Uh, that's Cam Thomas I'm talking about, but we will see when they're at home. 
Next game, we have the Golden State Warriors defeated the Cuban Cavaliers 96 to 82. And this is one of the biggest games of the night because Clay Thompson was back, his first game back in almost two years, had this ACL issue. And so much has changed since he's been gone. So glad to have him back. Just because it's so special to have him back, I'm going to give you Clay's, I'm going to Clay's stat line. Finished with 17 points, three rebounds, one assist, one block and a monster poster jam all over the Cuban Cavaliers. I'm hoping that Evan Mobley was not in that picture. I couldn't tell. <laughs> I mean, I saw the video. It happened so quickly. But it was really, really great to see Clay Thompson back, and he looked like he had never left, really. Uh, 17 points in 20 minutes, that's incredible. Now, for the other Warriors rookies, Jonathan Kaminga was a DMP. Most of the movie was a DMP. So nothing I'm not to say there. Before the Cavs, speaking of Evan Mobley, played 36 minutes, finished with 11 points, six rebounds, two assists, two steals, and one block. We're used to seeing a little bit more points for Evan Mobley. He wanted to stay in the teens, Evan Mobley, but he went five for seven from the field. Next game, he'll go six or seven for 12 from the field and fix that right on out. So that's all there is to say about that. Next game, we have the Portland Trailblazers defeated the Sacramento Kings, 103-88. to For the Kings, Davion Mitchell had a bad game, we'll say it. Uh, finished with three points and two rebounds, one assist, one steal. And this was in 21 minutes. But in those 21 minutes, he went one for seven from the field. Can't have that, Davion. 0 for three from three. And he's really going to have to pick up the scoring a little bit because the Kings need it. But that'll come with time, maybe next year, officially. But maybe I mentioned they have a really exceptional rookie season, so you can't hate too much. For the Blazers, we have Trent Watford. Trent Watford, he played 12 minutes, finished with four points, six rebounds, one assist. Greg Brown only played one minute and had no stats all around. So... Nothing much going on with this game. Next game, we had the Memphis Grizzlies defeated the LA Lakers 127 to 119. For Memphis, Zaya Williams started, played 27 minutes, finished with nine points, two rebounds, three assists, and one steal. Uh, great to see him starting. I'm always going to want more, more from him. I expect great things. And, but, he started and played very well for the Memphis Grizzlies. Shot one for four from three, though, so we want to see that up a little bit. And his teammate, Santiago Dama, only played three minutes, had no stats all around, so nothing of note to say there for the Lakers. All right, we had Austin Reeves, who played 23 minutes off the bench and finished with a huge 16 points and one block. You got to love that. Austin Reeves was back, baby. And, I mean, they played a lot of players. Everyone on their box score played. Um, but Austin Reeves and Taylor Horton Tucker probably need to be getting more minutes on this team. We will see what happens. So, that, wow, guys, that wraps up our 10-game slate and our recap. Uh, let's go over our rookies of the night for tonight. And I'll give it to Josh Christopher. Finished with 19 points, four assists, two steals. Franz Wagner, 16 points, 6 rebounds. Austin Reeves, 16 points. Herb Jones, 13 points. 
Jeremiah Robinson Earl, 12 points, four rebounds, three steals. Josh Primo with 12 points. Josh Giddy with 11 points, seven rebounds, eight assists. Evan Mobley, 11 points, six rebounds, and two steals. Want to see those rebounds up too, Evan. Cam Thomas finished with 11 points, six rebounds. Jacques Landell finished with 10 points, five rebounds. And last but not least, Jalen Green did finish with 10 points. So I can't hate on him. But you got to do a little bit better than that, Jalen Green. As much junk as you were talking to be, you know, uh, the number one pick overall. So, <laughs> you know, we will see. I know he'll do better next game. So, but that will do it for the All Rookie Podcast. Thank you all so much for listening, watching the show, enjoying the show. Rate, review, subscribe, follow the show, the All Rookie Podcast. I appreciate you all 100, 1,000%. Enjoy your beautiful weekday. Um, and remember, just because it's Monday doesn't mean it's not Sunday. I don't know where that came from. I don't know who said that. So I'm just going to say goodnight, guys. <laughs> I'm out of here. Peace.